Erevin Daf Memal. We're starting three lines from the bottom of Mem Beis, and we continue where we left off yesterday, where Rab was asking questions while he was in the Yeshiva Ravuna that they asked from Ravuna. So we say, "V'Am Rab Kavina Be Ravuna." When we win the Yeshiva Ravuna, and we asked him as follows: "Babi Rab, it is a young time of the Yosef Tanisa that he was sitting on Tainus b'Milo Shabbos on Erev Shabbos Malo Ashlume. Could he finish the Tainus and therefore go into Shabbos while he's hungry, or should he break his fast right before Shabbos in this way? He doesn't fast while in Shabbos because we know there's a mitzvah of oining Shabbos, and therefore even take away some of that oining by fasting even a little bit. Rabbi was concerned that maybe that's a problem. Now, why were these people fasting? The summary Shem explained that it was the derech of Anshi Meisah to sit in Tainus and have a Tainus in Erev Shabbos in order to eat the Suh Shabbos at Tehavim. And the Meiri actually says that it was the derech of Talmidim to actually fast on Thursday night all the way through Friday in order that they should be all of the Gemara and all of the things that they learned the previous week. In any case, Rabbi had the Shiloh, should we fast all the way through Shabbos or should we stop to fast a few minutes before Shabbos in order that we don't go into Shabbos while we are starving? The Gemara says, Le'ab Yodeh, Rav Huna didn't respond, he didn't know the answer. Asal Kamei Rav then he came in front of Rav Yudah, Le'ab Yodeh, and Rav Yudah himself didn't have a response from him. Our Rabbis, who Rabbis said, that's the guess we're going to go with, next day, now let us see ourselves, the time we learned in the Brayso. Tishmah Shechol is B'Shabbos. If Tishmah falls on Shabbos, and therefore we know that we fast on Sunday, and we turn to Mem Aleph from an Aleph, V'chein Erev Tishmah Shechol is B'Shabbos, or if Erev Tishmah was on Shabbos, and therefore Sunday is actually Tishmah, and not just a Nitra, Oichel then on Shabbos you're allowed to eat and drink as much as you want. You're allowed to bring onto your table and you're allowed to eat even like the great amount of Suda that Shlomo Melch had in his time. What does it mean? Because we know Shlomo Melch was the king and then afterwards Malach Havo. He was originally a Melch and then he became a Hedid. There's a story that we have in Masechus Gittin that talks about how he was deposed by Ashmedai, the king of the Shadim. In any case, the point is that you're allowed to eat as much as you want and there's no din of Sudam Afsekis, like Rashi points out in the first Rashi and Ahmed, generally by Sudam Afsekis, you can't eat two cooked foods, you can't eat Basra, and you can't drink wine. Now Shabbos, you can eat whatever you want. In any case, that's not the point we need for Gemara, but the Gemara continues. However, if Tishbab falls out in Erev Shabbos, which in those days it was actually able to fall out because the calendar wasn't set, it was done Apiriya. Nowadays, actually, Tishbab never falls out on Friday. The only time this Tiba that we have that falls out in Erev Shabbos is Asarbatim. Like will happen this year. Then you bring to a person a bear and you'll eat in order that you don't go into Shabbos while you're hungry and therefore you won't have a problem with buying Shabbos. You see from here, Mephurish, that even a tinus like Tishbav, which is a tinus Seba, you can't complete your fast in Arab Shabbos. You have to eat before Shabbos. And therefore, for sure, in the case of Rabbah, we were just Tamid Kham that were holding your tinus, which was a tinus Yachin, it was a Pratitikatinus. Of course, they would have to break their fast before Shabbos. Vitania, we have another bride that says, Rabbi Huda Rabbi says, one time I was sitting in front of Rabbi Kiva and it was Tishbab that fell on Friday. And right before the end of the day, they brought him a bed that was able to spin because it was a little bit cooked. And he swallowed it without salt. Not because he was hungry for it. But he specifically showed this to us in order that we show him the halacha, that the halacha is Shabbos, just like we said, that you now finish and complete your tainus on every Shabbos. You have to actually eat a little bit before Shabbos. And here he ate a little bit to Abeya, which is a small share, but at least he didn't go into Shabbos while he was hungry. Rabbi says that you could be Masano and you could complete the Tainus. There's no din that you should stop before Shabbos. You could go into Shabbos while you're hungry. Now it's interesting that Rabbi Huda and Rabbi Yesi were both Talmidim and Rabbi Kiva, and Rabbi Huda had the story of Rabbi Kiva, and Rabbi Yesi seemed to pass him against his Rabbi Rabbi Kiva. So Taisa on the top of the Amit points out that Rach Kabbalah is a Kabbalah that we have. Rabbi Kiva, Isa Shana, Masukana, that year Rabbi Kiva was very sick. Rabbi Kiva, Rabbi Kiva, Rabbi Kiva, Rabbi Kiva, Rabbi Kiva, Rabbi Kiva, Rabbi K
Gilgalus Bachus Hayyim, that the Raven actually brought this to Rabbi Kiva because he was weak, and that's why he wanted to eat this egg. But Rabbi Yudal Edikdek, and Rabbi Yudal was not Medaktik in the Lefikach Samach Hamashira, but the Yada Ikah Ma'asukach, and he didn't realize why he did this that Rabbi Kiva was actually doing because he was actually in a state that he was sick. However, Rabbi Yasi, it seems, knew what the story was, and therefore he didn't learn from that, and therefore he was Besan Hamashim, he wasn't arguing on his Rabbi. In any case, Amal Rabbi Yasi, Rabbi Yasi said back to Rabbi Yudal and to the people that held like him, wouldn't you be Maida? That Tishba that fell on Sunday, that you need to stop eating during Shalashus a little bit early in the day. And like Rashi says, and even though it's Shabbos, you're still going to start your tiny while it's Shabbos. Our Mullah, they respond to him, which is Lashon like Avil Sara Ishtacha, which means in truth, we do agree with you. So Amal Hemsar, Abbasi responded to them, if we just said that you let at the end of Shabbos have some sort of Inui because you stop eating earlier on the end of Shabbos. So therefore, just like over there, you're allowed to have Inui. Also, when you're going into Shabbos, you can have a little Inui at the beginning of Shabbos as long as you're not going to fast the entire Shabbos. You're just fasting at the beginning until you make Kiddush. So therefore, finish your tightness on Tisha B'Av, that's Cholius on Erev Shabbos. And on Friday night, you'll be able to go into Shabbos a little bit hungry. And then you'll eat over there. And that's not a problem. And that's why Rabbi Yassi proves that L'Chaira, the Din is that you could be Misana Umashlam and finish your tightness, even though you'll be fasting a little bit on Shabbos. Our Mulayda Rabbanu responds to Rabbi Yassi and said, Im Amrit, just because you say that at the end of Shabbos you could stop eating a little bit earlier on Shabbos in order to go Tishbab and make sure you fast the Tishbab, at least you ate and drank the entire day, and therefore there's no problem of Inui. However, timely when you're going into Shabbos, that doesn't make sense because you could be so hungry because you didn't eat the whole day. That, of course, we're going to say it's Asa because you can't have any period of time on Shabbos where you are in massive of Inui. ends off that Ulu says, Allah is like that you misana umashim and you complete your tainus even though that it's now Shabbos you can still complete your tainus and eat a little bit into Shabbos. In fact, Gemara Miyav Din is it true that you go like Rabbeisi? Very many are bringing a raya from Mishnah in tainus that says ain't going tainus al tzibur rashi chalashim b'chanukul purim v'mitzchilu emasikin the Rav Gamliel. Rav Gamliel says, and this Mishnah is referring to the tainusim that were made when they were drought in Masech the tainus. The Gemara discusses the very serious tainusim that were made on multiple Monday, Thursdays, and Mondays. And Rav Gamliel says you can't start one of these series of tainus. If the first Tainus is either on Rishchidosh, Chanukah, or Purim. But if the series already started, then even if the Tainus falls on Rishchidosh or Chanukah, or Purim, we are not mafsik the series of Tainus and you fast on that day. However, Amram Meir, Meir says, I'll be sure Gamliel, even though Gamliel says you can fast on that day, Maida is still Maida, that you don't complete that day and you stop to fast a little early because it's Rishchidosh, Chanukah, or Purim, you shouldn't fast the entire day. And he says another thing, which is the Chiddush over here and relevant to Agamar, and so says. That Tishbab that fell on Erev Shabbos on Friday, the dinner would be the same thing. That stopped before Shabbos in order that you don't go into Shabbos while you're hungry. So now we see clearly that Rav Gamliel is of the opinion that you definitely are not mashlim the tainus when it falls on Erev Shabbos. However, we don't know if that's a psak. But for Tanya, but we have another brother that says as follows: After Rav Gamliel, after Rav Gamliel was nifted with Gaius Rav Gamliel over here, Nichlas Rav Yeshua Lahafes Tavar. Rav Yeshua got up and he wanted to break and stop passing like Rav Gamliel in certain instances. Rav Gamliel was the nasi. Rabbi Shua now is taking over and he wanted to say that the halacha is now going to be they actually have to continue to fast on Erev Shabbos and go into Shabbos while you're hungry like Rabbi Yaisi. But Amr Rabbi Yechim ben Uriel 
Raglov, Ba'omer Chazia, no, the Basu Reisha Gufa Azul. Rabbi Yechem got up on his feet and he said that I know and the regular standard practice should be that a body should go bust the head. Like Rashi explains, Royani Bedin, Uvidash, Shetsuichan, Anulahalik, Achadivarishan, we have to go bust Rab Gamliel. That was the original Psak, we have to follow that. Otherwise, basically, we're going to the entire time because every single day we're going to change the halachas. And Rabbi Yechem Benuri continued, he said, Kal Yom Shalom Gamliel, Kavan Allah Gamaisai, the entire time Rab Gamliel, we makaveyed Allah like him, Achshabatim Rakshal, Battle of the Barb, Yeshua, Insham, Rab Yeshua, we're not going to listen to you, Shekvan Nikba, Allah Gamliel, then we will convey it Allah like Gamliel. And the Gemara tells us the postscript, and there was no one that was Ma'ari on the words of Rabbi Nuri, and everyone agreed that Allah should remain like Gamliel. But what do you see from over here? You see that the Allah was like Gamliel, that you need to eat before Shabbos, and you can't be mashing your tightness on Arab Shabbos. That that's not like Rabbi So why are you saying that Ulu said Allah Gamliel? We don't actually pass like Rabbi The Gemara says, no, during the time of Gamliel, they did like Gamliel, and Rabbi Shul wanted to move out However, that didn't work. But at a later point, Rabbi which was later on Gamliel, then they started like, doing like Rabbi that they started being mashed with Titans. But the Gamara now has the opposite of Rabbi Shul of Gamliel. Is it true that during the time of Gamliel, everyone did like Rabbi Gamliel? But Tani, we learned in the Brayse, and Rabbi Shul was in the time of Gamliel. And he says, I was from the children and from the family of Sinar, the son of Binyamin. And let's just get a little bit of historical background. Sinar ben Binyamin was one of the families that donated the Eitzim, the wood, for the Mizbech because during the summer there were long times or other times of the year. There were times where they needed to make sure that the Mizbech continuously had wood and had fire in it. And therefore they came with a carbon called the carbon Eitzim. Not only did they bring Eitzim, but they brought Kabbalists with that. And that was their Mishpacha that was able to bring that. They had the right and the Cheshivas and the Kabbalists to bring that on every single year. Those days that they brought it, which on Sinar ben Binyamin's day was Asara Ba'ab, every year they brought it on the 10th of Ab, that was Yontav, which was Kavua for them, not only for during the time of the base of Mikdash, but even now during Chur ben Abayas. And Tysus points out, all of these people we call based on the Shevet, and therefore when it says Sinar ben Binyamin, he was actually not a son of Binyamin, but he was from the Shevet Binyamin. So Tysus asked, how could that be? Because Rabbi Lazar ben was a Kayin, and Tysus answered, either Imai Hayser ben Binyamin, that Rabbi Lazar Tzadik's mother was from Binyamin, and that was Sinar ben Binyamin was his relative, was grandfather from his mother's side, or he was a son-in-law by this mishpacha, and he also kept this minig of keeping the Asar Ba'av, the tenth day of Av, as his personal yontav. So Pamachas called Tishbav the Yitzbishabbos. Tishbav was actually on Shabbos, therefore Tishbav is on Shabbos. Sunday is when we fast because we daichel Tishbav to Sunday, which is Asar Ba'av. V'dechnul Achas Shabbos, and therefore the Rabbanon pushed it off till Sunday. V'seninu Bay, and we fast on it, even though it was our yontav. However, we didn't finish that day because it's our yontiv. So you see, time is yontiv. Only reason they said that we didn't finish is because it was actually yontiv. However, yontiv actually but it would be regular tisha. For example, if tisha would have fallen out on a Tuesday, and now they would be fasting on Tuesday, and Wednesday is their tightness, they would have completed tisha even though it's going into that day that's considered yontiv. So you see from here that you could complete a fast, and therefore on Arab Shabbos, when tisha falls on Arab Shabbos, then you should fast all the way into Shabbos and you should be mashman not like Rav Gamliel so what are you saying that in the days of Rav Gamliel we passed on Rav Gamliel and you didn't finish the tightness on Erev Shabbos and you see clearly from a blood of Tzaddik that the only reason he didn't want to fast the entire day was because it was actually Yontav but if it would have been Erev Yontav then he would have fasted that there's a very big difference by Yontav which is only a Kabbalah like this personal Yontav of Sinah ben Binyamin and Rav Gamliel so therefore just like you see that they fasted the entire day. There was no problem. He didn't say, I didn't fast the entire day. He said, I fasted the entire day. He just took a little bit break at the end and didn't finish the complete day while he was in Titus. And that's why in a 
regular Tisha which fell during the week, and the next day would be a Sar Ba'av, Rabbi would have fasted the entire Tisha because it's only a personal yantiv, and that's why it would have been fine that you've been hungry while you go in at the beginning of the Tainas. However, Shabbos, we know in Shabbos you can't fast at any point, even for Shabbos, so therefore, so therefore you can't make Tisha go into Shabbos while you're hungry, and there, even Rabbi would say, by a case like Tisha we would pass like Rabbi that you can't be Mashlim in your Tainas on Friday, and you have to eat a little bit before Shabbos. Our Rebbeis of the Gemara continues. Rabbi Yisus says, "Loi Shmi Loi Ashmaita." I didn't hear this psak of Ulu that we pass on Rabbi Yisus that we mashlim the tainus by Tishba Shecholis be erev Shabbos. Amalei Abai Abai says back to Rabbi Yisus, who was his Rebbe, and we know like many times we see in Shas Rabbi Yisus got sick and he forgot his learning, and therefore Abai tried to remind him, and he said, "Ad Amin Alan, now did you hear it? You've been told it to us, but Had Amin Alan, and you told it to us relevant to the Mishnah we had before that we said English talents are zibra shechadoshim, and we said over there the psak of Rabbi Gamliel that although we said before the latter fast or However, then Rabbi Gamliel said over there, also the Mashlimin, and you told us, you told us about that, that these only the words but say Misana they actually Misana, and you complete the Tainus, and we pass it like the Chacham because it's Rabbim against the Yachid, and the Gemara says, my when Rabbi Yudah said in the name of Rab, that the Chacham argue and say Misana Mashlim, it would seem it's going on everything, not only on Rishkoidish Chalakupurim, but even on Tishbab Shecholis Beri Shabbos, that didn't is that Masanu Mashlim. The Gemara says that's not a raya. Loi Achalakupurim. That the only thing that Rabbi Yudah said in the name of Rab, that the Chum say Masanu Mashlim is only by Chalakupurim because Chalakupurim doesn't have a din of Oynik. There's no special din of Yantiv about Chalakupurim. However, by Shabbos, where there's a special din of Oynik, therefore even the Chum would agree, like Rabbi Gamliel, that you can't be Mashlim. So at this point of the Gemara, although Abayi told Rabbi Yisuf that you taught us a brisa and a member of Yehuda in the name of Rab that seemed to pass him that we are mashlim tainus on Tisha B'Av Shecholiyah's Be'er Shabbos, but it could be there is no raya at all. And Rabbi Yisuf was correct and he never heard that Allah is that you are mashlim tainus like Rabbi Yisuf. And the Gemara says, Hachinam Mustafa, and we turn to my mouth from base. The Isaac that Rakul, if you can say Rabbi Yisuf's words, they said in the name of Rab was going on everything and even on Tisha B'Av Shecholiyah's Be'er Shabbos, they have been mashlim habayim nei Rab Rabbi Yehuda. The beginning of our sugya started off that Rab went to Rabbi Yehuda and asked this question, and then he came to Rabbi Yehuda's yeshiva and asked the same question. But like Pashle, he said, I don't know. And how could it be that Rabbi Yehuda didn't know the halacha if he said, I'm Rabbi Yehuda, I'm Rab, Rabbi Yehuda said in the name of Rab, that the halacha is that you have to be mashlim. It must be, because when Rabbi Yehuda said in the name of Rab, he didn't mean to paskin, but he gave Tisha he was only talking about Chanukah and Purim Rish that on those cases you mashlim. But the Gemara says it's not right, because that Rabbi Yehuda is going to say in a moment in the Gemara, that the halacha is that you mashlim, on Tisha B'Av Shecholis Be'er Shabbos, um Mashlam, you actually complete the fast. How can you say Rav Huna says such a psak? The first thing that Rabbi asked was from Rav Huna. He didn't tell him, he didn't have a psak. He said, I don't know. Ella must be that when Rabbi asked him the question was before he heard this psak from Rav. Rav Huna told this psak to Mazdukta was after he heard the psak from Rav. Here also, by the case of Rabbi Yehuda, when Rabbi Yehuda said he doesn't know, that was before he heard it from Rav. And then after when he said, I'm Rabbi Yudam Rab, that was after he heard it. And the Gemara ends off, Darsh Mazuk Mishmid, Ravuna, Halacha, Misano, Mashma, Halacha is the Imisano, Mashma, Hadalach, Bakoma, Arvin, Hadalach, Bakoma, Arvin, Hadalach, Bakoma, Arvin. And we start with the new Mishnah and the new Parak. We just learned about Chum Shabbos. A person can walk 2,000 Amis in either direction from his Mak and Shvisa or from the end of the city, however that is halachically defined. Now, if a person walks out of this boundary, they get stuck in that exact spot until they have the Shabbos. But the Dalai Amis around them is considered their own space and they continue to walk only in this small four Amis space. So the Mishnah starts, If someone was taken by force,
Nicholas by a Goyim or by a Ruach Ra, like Rashi says, a Nicholas by shade, a shade, a spirit, or some sort of a sickness. For example, if someone gets dementia and and now he's considered shaita, and he goes out and afterwards he gets better, otherwise there won't be innocent at all because he's not well. However, we're talking about if he gets better over here and then he's outside the Tchum, he's found himself outside the Tchum. The din is that he only has four Amis, he still has only four Amis, even though he was Be'inus, then he got there and he didn't go out Be'rotzen and Be'mezer or even Be'shagig, still the din is you only have four Amis. And if they actually brought him back in, for example, if now he became a Shaito again, he became he got dementia, or the Nachri now grabs him back and puts him back by his house, then the din is like he didn't leave at all and therefore he could walk the entire city and 2,000 Amis around the city. If these Goyim or the Ruach Ruach took him out to a different city, or they put him into a corral or some sort of an area where it actually has mechitzas around it, so they say, you can walk the entire area. Because although we just said that they place him in an open area, he only has four Amis, however, since he's in a building or if he's in a city and that has walls around it, so therefore you're allowed to walk around it because that's considered like his four Amis. The same way if a person is actually in an area on Shabbos and he's kind of Shvisa in one specific area, for example, in the Sada, he'd only have four Amis around him, and then he'd have 2,000 Amis further from that. However, in a city, or if he's in his house, and his house is, let's say, 5,000 Amis by itself, then the din is that you can walk all the way to your house, the end of the house, and then consider for another 2,000 Amis because that becomes a dollar Amis. So that's why they say you can still walk the entire amount. However, they hold, they only have the four Amis because now you went out of Trum. We don't say that we look at this area as your dollar Amis. You only get specifically and exactly four Amis. Coming in a Sfina and they were right by the shore and they were about to leave, but now the Sfina started traveling on Shabbos and it got through into the Yam and it was 2,000 Amis away and therefore it was outside the Chum. So they continued walking the entire Sfina because the Sfina is considered Mukha Bechitzas and there was no problem. But Rabbi Shur, Rabbi Kiva, Lishitasam, Lazazim, and Dalalamis, they didn't move from their Dalalamis. Because they wanted to be Machman themselves and the Gemara will talk about that. What does it mean? That's what they Paskin. And the Mishnah continues with another story. Another time, there was a story where the ship didn't get into the port until it was already dark and until it was already Shabbos. And therefore, they were coming from outside Yitzchum. And the question was, What is it then? Can we go down from the ship? Are we out of Yitzchum or not? He said to them, You're mutter to go out. I was watching and I was looking very carefully. And we got within the Yitzchum prior to getting dark. And therefore, there's no problem of you getting off. You're considered part of the city. And now you're allowed to walk anywhere you want in the city. The Gemara will discuss that later on as well. We learned. Three things bring a person to go against his own will and against the will of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. These are things could force a person to go against the will of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Or if a person has a shade and therefore he's going to go and do Averis. But if someone's so poor, it'll cause them to do things that generally a person wouldn't generally do. And the HR will get the best of him. What's enough? Generally, we don't say things that are just without any purpose. Either to be in boy which means that they themselves should dive in on themselves that this shouldn't happen to them, or if this happens to someone, people should dive in for them that they should be able to get out of this trap. Gimel ain't running play again. There are three people, three types of people that don't see Gehenim. Elohim, because they had such a surun, it's extreme poverty, and therefore that's a terrible surun, and terrible stomach pains. That rushes and rushes says someone that has people that he owed money to, and they're running after him and tormenting him during his lifetime. Tyson says, it's talking people that are generally involved with government. Even someone who has a bad wife. 
Since it's a mitzvah gasha and you could be megasha, therefore it's actually your fault that you have this yisurin, and that's not going to hold you back from the It's not always in your hands to go megash because you have a very large tuba, the dowry is very large, and therefore you can't pay it. Inami or you have children, and therefore you can't be megash. All these things we're telling you in order to be megash. When you have these things, make sure you're megash because you know it's saving you from gehenna. Another member, there are three people that could die suddenly even while they're speaking. The Elohim, someone has terrible stomach pains, someone who just had a baby, Rashi says it's some sort of fatal throat illness. Go and get your tachrichim together, plan your affairs because you may die suddenly. If someone goes out, then you only have four amas to walk. The Gemara says, of course you only have four amas. Even someone that's ba'inis, that a guy took him out, he only has four amas. Of course if someone goes out and he's over on the takanz chacham tchumen or derisive tchumen, of course he can't walk more than four amas. If someone goes back in after the guy took him out, he goes back in ladas, he only has dal amas. In fact, it's also in the mishnah. Only if a guy brings you back, he loyatza. Then it's considered like he didn't go out. It's only when the guy brought you back that's considered like he never went out, and you have your tired chum shabbos. But if the guy took you out, the chazodas, and you went back in even ladas, ain't lel dalamis. You only have dalamis. Let's say yotzeladas. You went out with your own kabbanah. And then goyim brought you back. And now even though the goyim brought you back, ain't lel dalamis. Since you went out the kabbanah, you only have dalamis. It's also part of the Mishnah. If they took him out and they brought him back, then it's only it's only because they did both things. They took him out and they brought him back in. That's why it's But if he went out with us and then he came back, even though the guy brought him back, that the dinner would be, they only have four amas. But the Gemara now explains actually there was a Kiddush what he said that if he went out with us and the guy brought him back, then he only has the amas because let's study with Tani Misha. We would think the Mishnah means two different dinim. The first din is if a guy took you out, but you came back in Baratan, you only have your Dalanabas because you came back into the city against Allah. Since we said that even if a guy took you out originally against your will, Reuben can only walk for Amis and he can't walk more than that. Now, but the Mishnah says after it's referring to a completely different din that even if you originally went out with Das, but if a guy takes you back in, you can walk 2,000 Amis because you didn't actually go against what the Chacham said by coming back in, the guy took you out of that Rishos and brought you back in. Kamash Malar, Nachman teaches us that the Mishnah is one din, and since you originally went out against the Chachamim and went out of the Tchum Das, so even if a guy brings you back into the Tchum Ba'inis, you still only have Dalad Amis. And the last Kamar, what would be the din if someone was taken out by a guy and then he has to go to the bathroom, can he walk out of the Dalad Amis? Amalami responded, God of Kalabrias, then we know Kalabrias is so great, that even pushes off a license of Lysasser, and therefore over here, since Tchumen is only Rabbanon, therefore you could even go out of the Dalamas and go to the bathroom, and I'm in Adar, therefore in Adar gives you an answer if you're smart, go into the Tchum and go to the bathroom in the Tchum, because you have a right to go actually and start walking, and therefore you can walk anywhere you want, once you get into the Tchum, once you get in there, we're not going to have a restriction on you, and you're allowed to even walk out of your Dalamas, that will stop over here.